And it's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Big E. I am your host, Big E, and Jason's with me this evening. We're back in the house again. I, I feel like I, this is a repeated thing I keep saying all summer. But uh, we're recording a couple shows tonight, so we have content. and We're going to go forward from here when we can. Well, what's the thing you say all the time? I always, I always like, oh, we're back again. I'm sorry we've been gone. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I always got to thank Mr. Uh, Kevmo Slice because he always keeps us on in the internet. He keeps releases out for us, whether it's the yes. ones we record or past ones to fill gaps that we haven't had time to record. Um, and, and speaking of like some of those gaps, if, if I, you have some classic karaoke biggie episodes, but I will say that I think you, recently you had mentioned to me that there was maybe another couple of guys out there that might be interested in doing an episode or two of the show. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Jason Lampro from the Mixed Media Forest podcast. Uh, I reached out to him on Twitter. I was just like, hey. I mean, he didn't ask me. I literally said, hey, you know, I got a lot going on. Would And I know we can't ever get together with him to actually kind of do a show because he does live in Portland. Mm-hmm. I was just like, hey. I wouldn't feel comfortable with anybody else doing this, but you, would you mind recording a couple episodes of Karaoke Big E? This is a guy that we've never met in person, but uh, engineer Kevin, former co-host Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, he has some contact with this person, I think through like the Omegle app or something, and then mm-hmm. and then eventually they um, they heard his podcast, I think they played it on the radio station uh, he played the Sixer podcast that Kevin does on the radio station, like Baltimore. This area. is a different guy. Oh, this is a different guy. Jason actually knows us from Twitter. Oh, okay. So, and he's listened to. It's a different guy. Yeah, this okay. is a different guy. Um, he li- listened to us from Twitter. Um, he follows us on Twitter, and he uh, he's a big fan of our show. I think he listens to. I, I think he pretty much listens to anything that that we're involved in. Um, and he's always like, he, man, I, you know, the show I always want, I want to be on the most is yours because I love seeing karaoke and I can't get, you know, but so I gave him the opportunity. He's like, hey, you know, I'm busy. And he goes, hey, I'm busy too, but if I can, I will. So he reached out to me and uh, told me he asked me about sponsors. I told him to worry about sponsors. And then uh, this morning, uh, no, this afternoon, Kevin texted me and told me, uh, that uh, he had sent a sixer, so I don't know if I, ha- I got to reach out to Kevin again to see if he meant if he sent a carry big E or a sixer. But either way, he he made content for us. Well, that's cool that he's interested. And I would say that anyone I, I used to write into the show kind of uh, I, I, like a continuous joke that I was doing for like a year and a half, two years with a request for you guys to sing. So anyone that someone has a request that wants to be sung, or if uh, you want to come on the show, I think we could do a radio thing or like over the phone thing, pretty easy. Or if you want to like pre-record something and send it in, either just something you're singing, or if you want to do like an entire episode, I think you're probably you're down for at least uh, looking at that idea, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going to continue to do this show as long as you want to continue to do it, and that we have time. Mm-hmm. I know you're always available because you're captain. You're in. You're there for. You're there for me and whatever my needs are, and everybody else's. And we all appreciate you for that. So. Well, as long as you want to keep doing the show, I'm going to keep doing the show. But if life gets in the way like it has, having somebody to help me out is, you know, if somebody wants to go ahead and do an episode, please do it. And actually, I have an, I have actually uh, something I was going to maybe bring up to maybe bring on a third person uh, permanently if they were interested. So yeah, we, we'd have to find that third. Well, person. I have an idea who that could be, and we could talk about that off mic. Okay, uh, but I have, I just have, I was thinking. Three to me is always better. Yes, and uh, but this person's actually a female. Okay, and, and I think uh, two or three guys and one lady—that's always the best combination. Yeah, I, I like bouncing stuff off. It's me. I mean, me and you always have great conversations, so it's it's not a big. But having that third person to bounce something off of—that's always a. I think uh, so too. The last so. time we recorded, we had Megan and Blake here, and it was a it was a hoot. It is. A, I was thinking Megan actually. Were you? I, I think well, she was on. She, we did uh, yesterday, and we'll talk about it more in a few weeks. But uh-huh. yesterday we recorded uh, episode three hundred of the, my other podcast. Couch pilots and Megan came on there, so she's she seems interested and willing to do this. So um, I was gonna maybe proposition her to maybe be on the show more often if she wanted to. I think I think a third chair would be fun, and we could always test it out. Nothing's permanent, Mm-mm. so no. anyway, just an idea. It, it, you know what? Off mic, if you tell me you hate that idea, then that's fine. <laughs> oh no, no. 
Um, I'm always down with for having people. I got a kid. I got a kid from South Pekin that I met through work. Mm-hmm. His name's Sam. He's super super interested in it. He's uh, he's young. Mm-hmm. He's probably he's probably younger than your youngest brother. Um, super kind of real nice, a real nice kid. Yeah, but he's you know he's a musician anyways. So he's interested in coming on and singing. Yeah, bring him on. He's like yeah. He's like. What do you, what instruments do you want me to bring? Like, you can just bring your guitar. We love it when that happens. Uh, We've had that happen a few times. It's been awesome. Uh, Brett and Kevin have come on. I think even did did uh, Blake even strum a few chords once or I not? I think so. Okay, yeah, that's fun stuff. Uh, David Lytle's even uh, attempted okay. to play something. I think. Okay. Uh, so I just, yeah, I just ran into him the other day. Did I tell you that? Who? David Lytle. Where? He came through town. Okay. And he he made our three hundred poster for us oh, for yeah. uh, for Couch Pilots three hundredth episode. And he said, I'm going to be in town. I, 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 I'm I going to be there Saturday, and I'm leaving Sunday. I will not be. It's it's like perfect timing for me to be in town but not be at your recording. But we met up with him, Blake and I did, uh, Friday evening. Okay. And we had him sign a couple of posters for us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think um, I, I'm, I'm excited. I was excited to see him. He's a He was a great uh, guest on this show. And who knows? Maybe we'll see him in here again someday. Yeah. I love it. He I know he likes this show, so... Uh... I'm definitely interested in getting him back when he does come back in town. Yeah. It's super awesome what he's got going for himself. So Yeah. Got himself out there in the East Coast. Yep, that's right. The Beast Coast, right? Living the good life. Um, Let's get into a little of this because I have a little story to tell. You got a story? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Yep. Tales from retail. Guess what? This isn't a retail story from my store at all. You, this is, you work in retail. I do and, work and you, in you retail. You got a lot of interesting stories. You run into a lot of interesting people, but not today. Not today. This I want to talk about another retail setting. Um, as most people know, the state of Illinois is a fully legal uh, marijuana state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go and buy it at a store. Um, I've been going to said stores. Uh, I've been three times now. And I tell you what, this it's the <laughs> crack shit. Crack. You walk up to the walk in the door. Right, that's traditionally how we get in. They scan your ID at the door to, to make sure you're 21 or what. I guess. Okay. And then I say, I got an online order for myself, and I proceed to walk in. And this this is the story. Never fails. Every time you go in, I only pay with cash. Why? Uh, they scan your card up front. You're on a list. Somewhere. I know. Just preference. I don't know why. Mentally, you feel better about it. Not me. It's not me. Okay. <laughs> me. I don't care. I'd pay with the credit card. Your, your wife tells you go in the store <laughs> and you pay cash when you buy drugs. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna make this as traditional as possible. <laughs> so uh, you go in there and they're like, I'm like, oh, I got a pickup order for, you know, Elam, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, and they get it, you know, and then every time, never fails, never fucking fails. They just can't hand you the product. Mm-hmm. They can, just can't hand it to you. This is like a regular drug dealer, right? The drug dealer always wants to hang out for a second, yeah. or smoke with you. Um, John Mulaney has a good bit about how the Chinese food delivery guy, <laughs> after he d- drops off the food, he doesn't like have some of the Chinese food with you. It can't be just a simple transaction. No, it isn't. And it's like, it's very, very strange. It's like, so they, it's, you can't. Like in the the store in Pekin, there's no product out in the open. It's literally like a, it's it's very strange. About a half a week ago, I came through Pekin and I made a few stops on my way to South Pekin, where I was going to record something. And I stopped at the Goodwill on Court Street, mm-hmm. and the, I think the the weed store They're right next to each other. And that's the only one in town right now, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't realize that that's where they had moved. But you go in there, and there's no product anywhere. What what what's what is there if there's no product? So basically, you got to shop from like your phone or 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 a tablet. Everything they have at the new, the one in Pekin is behind closed doors. So so you, it you comes can't go down in like there this shoot. Order you you have, you have to do it on your phone or a tablet. I think so. You can't go in there and place the order. And I it, think you can if you know what you want. Okay. Because there's a menu. You can be like, "This is what I want." Blah blah blah. And they get it together and they send it down this little fucking ramp. Um, you can't see anybody in the back, but it, no fail every time. They have to tell you what you they're like. They tell you what you bought. 
and they make a comment about every single fucking thing you bought. Okay, so they tell you what you bought, as in just to double check the order. I don't. I, I'm assuming so. But the comment seems like a comment is like an opinion or like a, a suggestion. Yeah. And, and that to me is like, like I, I doubt there's a law in place where they said, you know what? After you go down the list of things, you should you should make your own personal comment. And they did. They bought. Oh, like, like they're always like, oh, oh yeah, oh I've never had, oh this, oh yeah, and then today was like. Oh, you got all the good stuff, and I, every time I have to tell them because it's not for me. I, I'm I don't go there for me. Oh man, this one gives you a real heady high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, this is for my father-in-law. I would never come in here and buy this much of money. I'd never spend this kind of money on weed. Okay, that was going to be my question later: <laughs> is is what you're buying and, and how you're taking it's it? It's ridiculous, but, but it's not for you. No, it's a ridiculous amount of money every two weeks. But it it really is not for you, though. Really. No, okay, no, I do reap the benefits from it because if I do want it, I can just go get it from him. I don't have to buy it myself. But so they bring it in there. They tell you exactly what you got. I assume. Uh, the quantities, in not even the got. quantity. They just say, "Oh, you got this," and they're like, "Oh, this is good." And blah blah blah. Oh man, this is the, oh, the man, recounting really of exactly what you ordered. Do you feel like that is a thing legally they have to do? I or? don't think it's legally. I mean, it's fine if you want to repeat back my order, like I'm at okay. McDonald's, to make sure you got it right. This is exactly what I talk about when I talk about like weed. Is like. What, the way you're talking about it makes it sound like it probably isn't a legal thing they have to do. It's just these guys, and no offense to anybody, these guys are just like the kind of douchebags that are so ingrained in weed culture. They, they believe this shit, that they have to. They know all these things, and they want to comment about all the things. And I that would drive me nuts. Hey, have you been around weed enough to know what it smells like all the time? Sure. I know what it smells oh like. Oh, my fucking God. As soon as you hit the fucking door at this place, there's so much fucking weed in there. It just smells like a f- big fucking skunk. I hate that. And you just walk in, and it just does not go away. These ki- these kids work in this shit every single day. My brother used to. Work I mean, is in it a requirement uh, to get high there? I mean, that's what I want to know. I mean, you, it, it's like when you. I I, I would heard. I, I was never attractive enough to do this, but I heard tell in the nineties. You'd be like. Yeah, you uh, you got a job at the Northwoods Mall. You work at Abercrombie and Fitch. You have to wear the new stuff that's on the front rack. You can't wear the discount stuff. You always have to wear the new product. And probably seventy five percent of your paycheck went to buying the the shit in the store that you work at. That's the weed store. Okay, yeah. you're at the weed store. You're probably smoking all that shit every day, so you can be. So and and their heads are like, I'm doing it. So I can be educated on... No, you're not. You just love fucking getting high. Uh, and I mean, if that's the case, it's fine. I, I not know, pretend right. it's nothing, anything else than that. Though. I know from <laughs> an inside source that they get a very good discount. I'm sure they do. So, weed is very expensive to buy legally. I will tell you that right now. Good. It should be. People, people they say it's not addictive. I would say that's not really true. There might not be addictive qualities, but people get addicted to the feeling. 100%. So... I mean, if you're going to have a, a, a something that alters your mind and is largely considered a vice, and I'm not against weed, I totally think it should be legal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's tax the fuck out of this. state. They do, and guess and let's what? Make a ton of money. In They've the been state. making tons of money yes. in the state, and it still hasn't helped the state out. Well, it was just because we all there, there, you will never have anything but crooks managing money, and as far as the government right. goes, ever doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're I on. I thought we were going to end up being like Colorado, and <laughs> I'm sure they have their problems too. I'm sure they do. But too. We, we, Illinois, I will say. Usually, one of the most corrupt states in the in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, how many mayors or uh, governors have we had in prison? Last handful, two, yeah. three. George, George Ryan, Blagojevich. Uh huh. We've had a few, yeah. few of our uh, state leaders, yeah, go to prison. So you go in there, and you don't have to get into the details if if you want, but you go there, you place the order online, you pay cash, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily for you. It's you say it's for your father in law? Mm-hmm. Does he just love getting fucked oh, up? Or, or is it like he has like if, glaucoma or something? No, or? my let's put it this way. My fucking father in law is Snoop Doggy Dog. So why doesn't he do it himself? Uh he yeah, just, I, I'm thinking in my head it's like, oh you're doing this thing as a favor because medically it helps him. But well, I mean it does. I mean but if, it does. If, if he just loves getting high, then why isn't he going himself? Uh A doesn't have a driver's license. Okay. B, my mother-in-law right now is in no position to drive, so somebody's got to go get him. Okay. So that's why I go. If He's never been in this, never been inside any of these stores. I, I've never been in them either. I have, I have no interest, honestly. Uh, the one in Peoria is where I went today, Trinity out by the mall. That's, that's I, that, I like that one. Yeah, on War Memorial yep. and Glen. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, they look like they're high tech places, and they should be. Well, hell, fuck, they got dude uh, uh, armed guards at the one at Trinity. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Jesus, someone's coming in and rob the joint. They would. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of product. I there. mean, it's a lot of product. I mean, you get snag on that, and I mean, the fucking street value on it. Well, let me ask you this: um, How does your father-in-law take it in? Anyway, I mean, he smokes it, he eats it, uh, he gets syrups, he gets syrups for vapes. No syrups, just to put underneath your tongue. Pancakes. Pretty much, uh, he'll put hash oil on a cigarette. Does he get like a vape pen too? Uh, he does have something like that for so, uh, doing dabs. So when you go in there, you're buying a wide variety of products. Yes, I'm usually buying. Um, I usually buy like an eighth of flour, which is the shit you break so up and smoke. smoke. Yeah. And then I'm buying some kind of syrup, and I'm buying some kind of Tic Tac like fucking edible thing. Edible breath mint. Dude, weed. their fucking candy bars are fucking so good. That's dude. what I was gonna ask you. Is like their chocolate candy bars. Are their white fucking strawberry chocolate candy so bar. So that's how you take them in. Fuck me. No, I smoke. I prefer to smoke. Oh, do you really? I'm a smoker. I really do not like edibles. The smoking probably is the quickest way to get high. Too, I would right? think so. You're, yeah, you're breathing you, it in, it yeah. goes right in your lungs. It goes right, right. in your bloodstream. Yeah. Whereas you're eating something like I it's don't gotta go feel your anything. Liver. Yeah, it's got to go through to, your like, liver. Eat another one. You're like, oh, I'm super fucked yeah. up. Now. Yeah, that one's got to go through your liver. So last question that goes through your filtration before oh, it yeah. hits you. It's got to run the gamut. Uh-huh. Um, will you say how much money is spent on one visit? Uh, oh man, it's a lot. Uh, over three hundred. Over three hundred, and that's for like a two week period. You say? Yeah, usually that's my two. Wow, weeks. what a habit! That's part of the reason, because I, I have very open and frank conversations with my daughter about drugs, and, and I try to sometimes with sex. I, I never force that upon her, and she doesn't really want to, and I get that, and I respect it. But when it comes to drugs, I'm like, it's like I'm not a drug guy, darling. Um, I understand curiosities and stuff, but um, I think the worst thing that could happen for me if I do, if I'm interested in weed, is that I love it, mm-hmm. and then I just like completely change my lifestyle and my bank account starts to go in the negative again. Yeah. Like if, if I start, if like the worst thing for me that could happen if I started enjoying weed is that it would just take over my life, and I don't want that. So I, I don't fuck around with drugs at all. I just love cursing. I don't mind drugs. I don't mind weed. Everything yeah. else, I and I'll drink a beer here and there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. I have a big breaking story, but before we do that, I think we should probably sing a song. Do you want to start us off today? Sure. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this little thing that we were talking about before. Uh, over, My wife has been a member or of this thing on, on Facebook that I didn't realize she was a member of, and it's called uh, Friday Night Karaoke. Okay. And uh, I was like, I don't know why I've avoided like joining it. But uh, I yeah, uh, you should not. You do a podcast yeah, about characters. So, How are you avoiding this? So I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. So I join it. Right, I introduce myself. I tell these people I got a podcast. I'd love to feature them on it. Blah 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 blah. Not even two minutes, my fucking uh, post gets removed. Why? Because a this fucking. Uh, this fucking group already has a podcast, oh, okay. and it's called Friday Night Karaoke. They only have eight apps, and they're not good. And we, we should, are they, they come out consistently so far, or not? yeah, and they're not good. Okay, we shouldn't promote them if they're being. I'm not. Well, you are. You're by saying their name. You I know, are. but they're not good. So <laughs> okay. if you want to go check them out, go ahead. But you know, I was just trying to be nice, and the guy's like, um, "You can't be doing that here. Uh, we already have a podcast. Uh, no spamming. Blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." So every time they post something about their podcast, I just strike up the big laughing emoji because if I we have we're working on two hundred po- two hundred episodes of this podcast. Yes, um, nobody else in doing karaoke podcast has anywhere <laughs> near that amount. I think you're, that's probably true. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's about dedication, Scott. They use an app called Schmuel. Spell that S M U. L E. I don't know what it stands for. Okay. But this is their karaoke um, app of choice. App of choice. This is what they use. Okay. 
Uh, a VIP membership is either five bucks a month or forty dollars a year. Um, I actually read re-downloaded it. I've had this app. I've got songs on here from six years ago. What what motivated you to download the app? Because um, the people that are on this Friday night karaoke thing, mm-hmm. most of them are bad. Okay, so th- that's kind of what I thought. And I thought spite had motivated you to do it. Yeah, it sounds like so. And so. That's, so, and then you know what? The great great motivators for Scott. I'm gonna yeah. take a stab and say food. Yes. And I'm also gonna say money because I know you very well. Yes. And then now we can throw spite on the list. Yes. So if anyone wants to manipulate Scott or make him think like it, a good idea is a good idea or something, all you have to do is follow those three things, and that's in the bank now for me uh-huh. because sometimes because I've wanted an app for a while, I just didn't know I had to get you to spite something to get the app. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, from here going forward, I mean, I'm still going to use what I use, but if I find something on here that's better, I'm going to use it. Totally, yeah. And being that there is a group here, I'm going to use them for content here every once in a while. What, their group? Yeah, just their little karaoke thing so we can make fun of them. Oh, I don't know. Not make fun of them, but... I don't want to make fun of them. Not make fun, but here, I mean... So you can see what I'm talking about. Worst case scenario, if I if I smoke start smoking weed, is if I love it and then it consumes my entire life. The wor- best, the worst case scenario here is you start making fun of their shit, and then people who listen to this show are like, "Hey, that's a superior, uh, a superior podcast." I'm going to jump ship here. Ah, and go yeah. over there. You know, that's not going to happen. You do whatever you got to do. Um, so we were hanging out yesterday, and um, I talked, said something to Megan. I said, "Did you did you listen to your podcast?" The whole episode you was on. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, yeah, Blake sent it to me and blah, 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 blah. And I said, do you guys understand why I called that episode red? I did not understand. And I, they go, no. I said, well, for one, you got red hair. And every single light that could go red when Blake was singing uh, was pegged red. Yeah, Blake really uh, got drunk, which is par for the course, but really let us have it on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin proceeds to say yeah. that. My rendition of Rooster, mm-hmm. his rendition rendition of something, and then Blake's new rendition of the song that none of us heard by Miley Cyrus has to be the top three performances in his mind. Okay. So I'm going to sing Rooster from Allison Chains. How many times have you sung this song? Just once. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. I'm going to sing the song again and see if I can make it even better. But this time, stay out of the red? Yeah. yeah we're not going to get in the red. Okay. So I'm going to use this app. Do you, do you want me to read about the rooster or not? Um, yeah, you can. Okay. Allison Chains. Yeah, a huge part of the uh, the grunge scene in the 1990s. They're like late, like I would say late 80s. They came on the scene, but didn't really get traction until like the the mid 90s, early early 90s. What would you say? Uh, the grunge scene. Yeah. Oh, geez, early 90s. Mid nineties, probably ninety two, ninety four is when it really went took off. Well, uh, Rooster is a song by the American rock band Allison Chains, featured on their second album, studio album. Do you know this album? The second album, right, Jars you- of Clay. No, Jar of Fly. Jars of Fly is, is yeah. the album. Jars of Clay is a Christian rock band. The album in <laughs> question here is Dirt. Dirt, from, yes, from ninety two, and is uh, and released as the fourth single from the album on February 22nd, 1993. Four, th- four singles is a lot of singles from an album. Yeah. Uh, it's the fifth uh, song on the original pressing of the album and sixth on others. The song was written by guitarist and vocalist Jerry Cantrell for his father, Jerry Cantrell Sen- uh, Sr., whose nickname, uh, his childhood nickname was Rooster and served with the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War. Cantrell would later name his music publishing company Rooster Sun Publishing. Rooster spent 20 weeks on Billboard's mainstream rock tra- tracks chart and peaked at number seven, an acoustic version performed on Alice in Chains' MTV Unplugged concert was included on the live album Unplugged from 1996. Both the studio and demo version of the song were featured on the box set Music Bank in 1999. The song was also included on the compilation album's greatest hits, The Essential Alice in Chains, um, and Metal Hammer ranked Rooster at number 12 on its list of 100 best metal songs of the 90s in 2018, and at number two on its list of the top 10 best Alice in Chains song in 2020. I don't know about you, Scott, but I'm thinking you should step up to the mic and give it all I that you I think I got. will. All right, we got to give it a little time. It's got a little count in. Mm-hmm. 
ain't found a way to kill me yet eyes burn with stinging sweat seems every path leads me to nowhere Wife and kids, household pet Army Green was no safe bet The bullets screamed to me from somewhere Yeah, they come to snuff the rooster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here comes the rooster. Yeah. You know he ain't gonna die. No, no, no. You know he ain't gonna die. Sweet solo, baby. Social. Yeah, they come to snuff the rooster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here comes the rooster. No, he ain't gonna die No, no, no You know he ain't gonna die Some machine gun man they spit in me in my homeland. Glorious sent me pictures of my boy. Mm. Got my pills against mosquito death. My buddy's breathing his dying breath. Oh God, please, won't you help me make it through? Mm. Here they come to snuff the rooster. Oh yeah. Yeah, here comes a rooster, yeah. You know he ain't gonna die. No, no, no. You know he ain't gonna die.
that is a that is a great example of like this slow churning but still heavy metal song, man. My favorite snuff is Rooster. Oh, did they have a snuff rooster? I think so. That'd be smart if they did. Be smart if they did. Um, great job. Great band. Um, I remember uh, what was uh, MTV? I think when they turned like twenty or something, two thousand one ish. They had this thing on MTV where they said where they broke down because I think MTV started in like it was like two thousand or nineteen eighty it started or something nineteen eighty eighty one I think eighty one and so in two thousand one they had this retrospective and it was four parts and it broke down like every five years mm-hmm. and it had all these different people from the past all these different musicians and I can't remember who it was but they were talk I remember they did talk to Carson Daly at one point and he was like the uh, the early nineties that was my favorite time for. Um, for MTV. And I was like, that yes. was my favorite time, too. Yeah. And then, um, so they started talking about grunge music and stuff that was popular on that channel at the time. And some other talking head, some other person of note, um, when, when talking about Alice in Chains, they said, I, um, I, I don't know what Lane Staley is up to right now, but I know it isn't any good. And that always stuck with me, because a few years later, he, he was dead because um, he loved heroin so much. Sometimes you got to love a drug so much that you die from it. Yeah, I mean... We lost. I mean, you always like we always lose so many great people mm. to drugs. That that's to me like I've never I don't do drugs at all. I, I've never done a hard drug in my life, but but it, it must be the best thing ever. It, it must be. I can I can very clearly see God, and in my head, my mind is as open as it's ever been, and I'm on cloud nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. You know, like the, what what's better than heroin? That you would let it ruin everything around you, including yourself, until they throw you in the ground. Right. I don't know. What's but what's it's got to be the greatest it, thing. Heroin's got to be great. It's got to be. Oh man, I'm gonna be forty soon. Let's fucking do some. Let's heroin. just fucking do heroin. Let's do it. Fucking do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's Fuck just it. do heroin. <laughs> yeah, I love in I mass love quantities. Oh yeah. Let's get her done and let's like let's like start it and then be done yes. and dead yes. within two years. Okay, I like that. I like I like the cut of your jib. Our two-year heroin plan. <laughs> Start it, yeah. be gone two years. And we'll keep a journal through the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then when we're dead, we will give the journals to our children. And then someone will make like a, a really dark, gritty documentary. And it'll it'll take care of them for the rest of their life, the money from them. But we'll prove to the rest of the world that we can be functioning heroin addicts. Until, the, until we die. Until we die. We'll be high-functioning heroin addicts <laughs> until we immediately drop dead at the two-year mark. <laughs> Listen up. I have a, a, a announcement to make. I've done this on no other show yet. Um, I, I, for a long time, have had uh, some pets, but I, I had a toad for a long time, and my toad just recently in the past few weeks passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear That's that. That's all right. I, I don't know how old the toad was when we discovered him and ultimately kidnapped him and uh, maybe ruined his life by putting him in a glass tank, but it was a, it was a big tank. It was like a 40-gallon. It was a big one. Yeah. It was just one toad, mm-hmm. and it was all it was all dirts, and there was tunnels and water, and I, all sorts of Was there any wet food. sprockets in there? No, no wet sprockets, and that to me indicates that something's always wrong. <laughs> but I, this is what I will say: um, that I th- I, at least the, I had the toad for like six years personally. Mm-hmm. So th- I think that's a good run for that's a, toad. a good run for any animal. We chucked them in the ground in the backyard. Uh, my daughter was uh, working up at a camp while it happened, and she was pretty nonplussed when she came back. She, I was like, "The toad path. I think the toad's going to die soon." Just so you know, uh, he's not looking great. And then when she came back, I was like, "I, I buried him the other day." And she's like, "Okay, I get it." But it's not. It's not like an animal. That you like take out and you cuddle, right? Um, it's more of an oddity, I guess, than anything. But you have you have still your dog's name is Oreo, mm-hmm. and it's a tiny dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you love Oreo more than anything in this, <laughs> in this world? I in my mind, I'm like, what's what's more emasculating than a tiny dog named Oreo? But I know that if I were you, I would love the dog so mm-hmm. much too. Uh, tell me about your relationship with Oreo. He's my best friend. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's just he's just. The greatest. How old is he? He's seven now. Okay, and it's a small dog, so you, you realistically you have like another six, seven years. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And good health? Yeah. 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 So I'm hoping to keep... I hope, I hope he sticks around long enough for to to watch Dylan grow on and go on to his own life. And Now, is that your wish for the dog, or did that dog communicate its own wish he to did. you? He told you? He's like, I'd love to see the boy grow up yes, before I go. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I would love to see the boy grow up and... Go on. What a sweet animal. This world. Um, no, I've I've dated ladies who've had dogs, and I've always I've always uh, I've always liked dogs. People say that I don't. I I just don't like. This is what I don't like. I, I don't like dirty arseholes. 
mm-hmm. touching everything that I own. I don't like scratching up uh, the, my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like uh, more excess hair. Mm-hmm. Don't care for that. Uh, sometimes there's a smell associated with animals. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, the shit. You have to, sometimes you got to pick up shit. I don't like any of that. Mm-hmm. To me, no, that, those are all the, my. That's the shitty part. Yeah. But you do like dogs enough. You brought a big old bag of fucking treats here with you. Yes, yeah, so we were uh, we recorded at Blake's house, and they they have they had an animal just a few months ago had passed away. Uh, Velma, it was mm-hmm. a big Great Dane, mm-hmm. and they they almost instantly replaced it with a new Great Dane. Mm-hmm. But but this dog hates men. This dog hates people. No, you're right. It does hate men. It likes women. I, I gotta say, Scott, as many people that come out of the uh, podcasting studio and stuff. It's like 95% male that are in this house, right? Mm-hmm. That dog's constantly bar- uh, bombarded with the thing it hates. Mm-hmm. I bought a bag of treats, and I give them treats every time I come over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I doubt it'll ever warm up to me, but at least in my head, I'll feel like I'm doing the right thing. Exactly. Um, um, you sent me a song, and it, it looks like it's from the band Thomas Petty. Oh, oh you want me to do that one first? And okay. it's Heartbreakers. Okay, I will do that one first. Um, you got any information on uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane? I can pull it Mary up. Mary Jane's Last Dance. I was ready for the other one first, but yes. I oh, which one? I, well, I can get that one too. No, no, we'll do this. Okay. Since you've already announced it. Um, yeah. Uh, did you ever see Tom Petty live? Mm-mm. He's dead. Yeah, he is a dead guy. You'll never see him now unless he comes back as a Tupac hologram. Ooh, Tupac, Tupac. I had one, I had one opportunity to see. Actually, I probably have many, but one where I was very close. This is uh, 15, 16 years ago. I was with my uh, daughter's mother, mm-hmm. and we, were, we had like gone out for the day to like just do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And the day was winding down, and we went to the Peoria Civic Center, and Tom Petty was playing. And we get there. We didn't have tickets. We went there, and we said, how much are tickets? And they said, the tickets are $50 a piece, and we're vo- both very poor. And we said, I don't know. That's a kind of a lot. You know, you wanna... and, and so we decided to go to the Heart of Illinois Fair instead. And boy, oh boy, was that the greatest, arguably one of the greatest mistakes in my life. Heart of Illinois Fair, not great. Carnivals no. themselves are not awesome. No. But you know what is awesome is like seeing a rock and roll legend in person and, yeah. then, and, and then like putting off, say, I'll see him someday. And then he dies before you do that. Didn't you go spend 50 bucks at the fair anyways? Of course we did. Yeah. Of course we did, Scott. Uh-huh. It's a, no, I, I thank you for making me feel worse. <laughs> it's one of my greatest regrets. Oh, that and starting podcasting. Regrets. Um, Mary Jane's Last Dance, though, is a song uh, written by Tom Petty and recorded by the American rock band Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It was recorded on July 22nd, 1993, while Petty was recording his Wildflowers album, which I believe was his solo effort. Um, I think so. I think it was. Um, and was published by Rick Rubin, guitarist Mike Campbell, and Tom Petty. Uh, the sessions would prove to be the last to include drummer Stan Lynch before he, his eventual departure in 1994. Uh, this song was first released as part of the Greatest Hits album in 1993. It rose to number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100, becoming his first Billboard Top 20 of the 1990s, and also topped the Billboard uh, Album Rock Tracks chart uh, for two weeks straight. Um, there's a couple other facts here real quick. I, I'll jump through them. It won't take very long here. So, um, Asked if the song was about drugs, Heartbreaker guitarist Mike Campbell said, in the verse where there is uh, still the thing about an Indiana girl on an Indiana night, just when it gets to the chorus, he had the presence of mind to give it a deeper meaning. My take on it is it can be whatever you want it to be. A lot of people think it's a drug reference, and if that's what you want to think, it very well could be, but it could also be uh, a goodbye love song. In, in the rest of the interview, uh, Mike Campbell said that the song was originally entitled Indiana Girl on the first chorus, Hey, Indiana Girl, Go Out. And find the world. He added that Petty just couldn't get behind the song singing, out, singing about Hey Indiana Girl, so he changed the chorus a week later. And if you ask me, probably to the better, because that song is um, a stone cold classic in my mind. What do you think? Agreed. Uh, this is one of them songs that you're you're gonna sing when you hear it. So do you know do you know the song pretty well? Yeah. Sing the chorus with, okay. with me if you will. I will do that. And then there's uh, you know the parts where they're like, woo. Mm-hmm. You want to sing those too? Yeah. I think you'd be great at that. Okay. I will also say this. Hold turn, turn me off on that for okay. one second. Um, I don't know that there is a better modern representation of American rock music than Tom Petty. Right. And I, and I, I, I have said that for many years now. If, if you go buy Tom Petty's greatest hits, 
To me, it's like buying Journey's greatest hits. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that song. I know that song. Oh, my God, I know that song. You just keep hearing songs that you know. You keep hearing catchy melodies. No one could do that like Tom Petty. And I'm not kissing his ass now that he's dead. I've been saying that for a long time. The man, he's, he wasn't a, an awesome singer. He wasn't an awesome guitarist. But he had kind of what Kurt Cobain had. He, he could put a song together that was so catchy and so good. And um, it super sucks that he's not around. He was a, he was a traveling Wilbury, right? Yeah, he was. Orbison, Harrison, Dylan. The Orbisons, yeah. Whew, man. Why don't you step up to the mic and give it all you got? That's fine. All right. We're live. This is the one I sent you? Mm-hmm. All right. She grew up in an Indiana town Had a good-looking mama who never was around But she grew up tall and she grew up right With the Indiana boys on an Indiana night Well, she moved down here at the age of 18 She blew the boys away, it was more than they'd seen I was introduced and we started grooving. She said, I dig you, baby, but I gotta keep moving on. We'll keep moving on. Let's dance with Mary Jane. One more time to feel the pain. I feel so Slow down, you never grow old. I'm tired of screwing up, I'm tired of going down, I'm tired of myself, I'm tired of this town. Oh my, my, oh hell yes. Honey, put on that party dress, buy me a drink, sing me a song, better take me as I come, cause I can't stay long. Last dance with Mary Jane, one more time to feel the pain. I feel summer creeping in and I'm tired of this town again Square. She's standing in her underwear Looking down from a hotel room And nightfall will be coming soon Oh my, my, oh hell yes You got to put on that party dress It was too cold to cry when I woke up alone I hit my last number and I walked to the road Last dance with Mary Jane One more time to feel the pain I feel someone creeping in and I'm tired of this town again You see that image right there? Yeah, this, that's Kim Basinger. This is not the app that you started using, but that is um, that was a good quality karaoke video. Yeah, and it used elements from the actual um, MTV official video for the song. Do, do you remember that video? Yeah. Tell tell me what you remember for the video. Uh, now that I saw it, yeah. I, I do remember Kim Basinger being in it. Do you remember in what capacity? As as like a dead person. Yeah, it's like a it's yeah. like a weekend at Bernie situation where very clearly he's like. I love drugs. 
I um, do I, drugs. I, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to probably put down drugs soon because I'm getting old. But to play it for MTV, like Mary Jean, instead of a uh, a jazz cigarette, will be a, a smoking hot lady, and she'll be dead, and we'll do it in a way that like I'm being with this dead lady one more time before I throw her corpse into the ocean. What a weird song. <laughs> yeah. What a weird video. Weird, weird, wild stuff. Hey, come on. I did pretty good, right? You, that was very, very good. I did pretty good. Very good. I do, I do a, a, an okay uh, Tom Petty impression. You do do right. a very, You got to give me my propers. The propers <laughs> are given. All right, thank you. Oh, my chest. Scott, I can't be responsible for trying to save your life. I know, you? but Blake said the same thing. Do it at home. Don't do it here. <laughs> yeah, die at home like a man. <laughs> Are you okay? No, no I, I'm fine. Okay. I got a rib head out, so it's coming through to the chest area. You say, uh, you say a rib head? Rib head, yeah. I, know. I don't know that I've ever heard that term before. What's a rib that head? That is a, uh, that's a chiropractor, chiropractic term. Um, chiropractors use these terminologies. Uh, when something's wrong, like in your back, you're, oh, you, yeah, you're uh, probably got a rib head out. Well, I, I know what a rib is. So the head of the rib, like where it comes into meet the uh, spine, the sternum, or either that. We got you have a, a plate in the front, right, surrounded by cartilage, yeah. and that cartilage attaches to your rib. Where That's that the ri- sternum in the front, right. but you, yeah, but obviously, but goes where that back rib head meets the spine. So the rib head's in the back, back, of the spine. yes. Okay. And when it and when it's out. Of it's, whack, you okay. can feel it, and I know when mine are out. So does it hurt when you breathe? A little bit. Okay. So mine usually go away on their own, but if they don't, I end up going to the chiropractor, and he just gives me a little shove. And I thought you were going to say, head back to the weed story. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I got plenty of weed at home. But see, that's another thing. Next week's Tales from Retail, we'll get into what's going on at my job. Okay. Um, but uh, we are almost at an hour, but we're still going to... Uh, I'm going to look through this Schmuel app again. I'm going to see if I can find a- another one. I'm excited to explore it. You, you said before we started, you're like, undoubtedly, no matter what, I will give you my ID and password yeah. so you can navigate Schmuel. Yeah. I'm just kind of putting you on the spot. Uh, but, yeah, I would I would love to check that app out because there are legitimately good apps out there, and I will speak to the Carafun uh, app. That's a great one. I think it's like 7 8 bucks a month. If the one you got is good, then you got to steal for it price-wise. Yeah. Which I know you can smell a deal a mile away, so... I like that song "Driver's License" by Olivia Rodrigo, but I'm not a girl. Oh yeah, she's like she's like like you know what song I'm talking about, right? I don't know the song, but I know the name. She was she uh, was on SNL towards the end of the last season, and I think she's on like the Disney Channel's or that, that, no the Disney Plus the streaming app. She's on like a, a High School Musical show or something. Probably somewhere in that. My daughter knows a little bit about it, but yeah, I'm not super familiar with her music. But I think she's yeah she's a pretty big deal right now. Do you want to sing it? I don't know if I know it. I'm singing a song next week that's a little bit gender bending. But if you don't know it, go with something you're comfortable with. Let me see. You could always sing um, Radiohead again. Oh, yeah. Let's do that for the fucking millionth time, right? Uh, What's trending now? See, it's got things where it's like popular, trending now. Okay. I can go through and go, oh, okay. Um, And see if there's anything. While you're browsing that, I'll Have we done Tears in Heaven? Uh, no, should I get Blake down here for that? Have we done it though? It's like Kevin, nobody's done it. I don't think we've done it. I think somebody's done it. You think someone's done clapping? I think Kevin's done at least once. Okay. All right. I don't remember that, but, uh, you've also, we've also done a lot of shows. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yeah, if, if you're gonna do that, though, let me know. I'll go grab Blake and he can stare, he can, like, <laughs> stare daggers so he can at you. Yeah, stare over the top of us going, this, I can't believe the guy let his die, kid die. <laughs> yeah, I strongly suspect he didn't like allow it to happen. It's just okay. an accident that happened. I want to see something, but uh, boy, that'd be devastating. Uh, you're probably you're not you personally, but your wife is probably too old to have another kid, right? Oh yeah, yeah. we so, both of us are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, old guys can older guys can have kids, right? Like Mick Jagger's got like a, a three month old or something, right? And he's like eighty nine. You can pop them out as an old guy. You betcha. Your shit might be a little curdled, though. They might come out with a bit of the tism. Okay. I think I found what I want to do. All right. That's great. I just drink this. All this this fucking uh, silence, huh? It's deafening. I'm drinking a uh, Boulevard Brewing Company uh, steep drop nitro cold brew milk stout. And I got to say, when I first started drinking beer, it wasn't that long ago. Right. And I started with stouts and sours. I don't like those now as much. Not near as much. I'm telling you, you need to go get these pineapple lemonade natter days. I would try it. I should bring uh, next time. 
I'll make sure I bring one for you. Boy, that'd be great. Because <laughs> you always bring beer for me. Yes, I know. I know. That's why it would be great if you All right, bring If you want to look up a little information on the song called Thinking Out Loud by uh, Ed Sheerhan. Sheeran. I think that's trending in my music app. Does, oh, really? Does he look like a demon on it? Uh, no, this is an older song. What's it called? Thinking, uh, Thinking Out Loud. Okay. Do you like Ed Sheeran? Uh, I like a little bit of his stuff. Wow, has Ed Sheeran really been around that long? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, this is from like uh, an album where he had like fucking hit after hit after hit. Really? That's this one. Okay, well, Thinking Out Loud is a song by English singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran recorded for his second studio album, uh, Lowercase X. Yeah. It's from 2014. It's, it's seven years ago at this point. Yeah. It was written by Sheeran and Amy Wadge and produced by frequent collaborator Jake Gosling. It was released in the U.S. on September 24, 2014, as the album's third single. In the U.K., the song spent 19 weeks within the top 40 before peaking at number one in early November uh, 2014. It became Sheeran's second number one single there. Uh, the single has also reached the top spot in Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, Denmark, and the Netherlands, Slovakia, and South Africa, and peaked at number two on both the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and the Canadian Hot 100. It was Sheeran's highest charting single in North America until Shape of You topped the charts in both countries in 2017. Um, plenty of other information if you want to just say the word. If you're good with that, then I you think can I'm ready to step up to the mic and give it all I got. Yeah, you should definitely do it. Sorry. And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? And darling, I will be loving you till we're 70 And baby, my heart could still fall in love as hard at 23 I'm thinking about now people fall in love in mysterious ways maybe just a touch of a hand well me I fall in love with you every single day and I just want to tell you I am So honey now Take me into your loving arms Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars Place your head on my beating heart I'm thinking out loud Maybe we found love right where we are. When my hair's all about gone, which it is, and my memory fades. And the crowds don't remember my name. When my hands don't play of the strings anymore. I know you still love me the same. Cause honey, your soul could never grow, it's evergreen. And baby, your smile's forever in my mind and memory. I'm thinking about how People fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe it's a part of the plan Well, I'll just keep on making the same mistakes Hoping that you'll understand the baby now Take me into your loving arms Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars Place your head on my beating heart 
I'm thinking out loud, man. We found love right where we are. So baby now Take me into your loving arms Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars Place your head on my beating heart I'm thinking out loud Maybe we found love right where we are oh baby we found love right where we are and we found love right where we are Ow! oh boy well done thank you is ed sheeran is he is he lovable do you look at him? And you're like, that's a lo- I love. He's a lovable guy. No, <laughs> why not? Mm, just look at him. He looks like the. He looks like he could be the like son of Satan. He just looks like, like he looks he's like, like a, a sweet British tattooed devil. If um if that guy if, if someone gave him a guitar and he's like I don't know how to play this and he's like oh at least sing me a song he's like I don't know how to sing ladies would turn around and they would pull down their pants and poop on the floor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's not a good looking guy. No. He's not an attractive fella. Uh uh-uh, uh, but I bet that bet that voice. But yes, but, he, but I him bet his with the musical songs, ability. Yes, that I I think it makes him lovable. I bet. I I love him. I bet <laughs> he fucking. Oh, I bet he gets whatever he wants in the the realm of the ladies. I I hope he's not like an asshole or anything or like shitty to girls. Like I mean, if you're a rock star and you want to bang a bunch of broads, you know what, man, that's your business. But you can still treat people with respect. I hope he's a good dude because I look at him and you know what? I love him. I I, I don't even like his music that much. I, I think I don't I under <laughs> I get it. I do get his music. You're like, I it's, love him. It's not for me. But I, I look at it, Sharon, and I love him. You love him? I love the way he is. And I love you, Scott. I love you, Jason. Um so thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Another week is in the books. <sighs> That's right, we did it. Another one down. Another one bites my nuts. Ooh, there, there's dun, some artists dun, out there dun, that I think it's hard to touch. Another one bites my nuts. I think about Bowie. I think about Queen. Bowie. And yeah. I think, man, it would be really tough to sing those songs. It how is. powerful those men were. It's a hundred percent tough to sing those songs. Like Mariah Carey. Sure, sure, I can hit those high notes. Oh yeah, but it's, it's, baby. It's tough. It would be tough. Um, thank you for being here. Um, we are coming up. I think this might be like episode one ninety. Oh, is it really? 188, 190, somewhere in there. That means we are 10 short episodes away from the big 200. And what does that mean? I think we got to do something. Oh, right, you tell me what that is? Uh, well, I don't know. I need to find somebody to draw me a poster for my show. I well For I, 200. You know that I made that poster. I know you did. I made it, and then I gave it to David, and he really gussied it up. But yeah. it starts with you, my friend. Yeah. It starts with you. So I got to figure something out. Two hundred's a even even if we don't have listeners, two hundred's still a big deal. The for double s- century mark for somebody to be committed to something for this long. Yeah, it is. It's a commitment. You a talked commitment. about it yesterday about how at one point it was monetarily gainful. You and I had a conversation on episode three hundred of Couch Pilots. Yeah, and we, we did talk about why do we do this? Um, and money was a factor at one it point. It was one, at this point. It's just because. I think Blake has said it before. Many podcasters say this is my uh, therapy. Uh, we all have your, we all have our own reasons of why we do it, and we all have our own uh, versions of what success looks like for podcasting. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as you're happy within those things, um, then there's there's no reason you shouldn't keep doing it. No, I, I I get to hang out with you every couple weeks. That's that's why I'm doing it. Um, not so you can hang out with me. But so, but I, otherwise, I, otherwise, I don't get to see you very exactly. much. Exactly. Because I'm like, hey, uh, we're gonna all, we're going to this. Yeah, concert. you guys are going to this concert. That's like, right up my alley. I would love for you to go. I, and I can't 
because I really I do not get out of work till seven o'clock. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, that's one of those one things where like I was working in a factory better hourly for like hours of day and being able to be do to do things mm-hmm. on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. On the weekends, yeah, because I didn't have to work on the weekends a lot. But this job here is more, I don't know. I got to work 10 to 7. So, you know, I'm, I'm banker's hours or, well, you know, next, I'm actually uh, retail hours. Next next time we give you a month's advance, feel free if you really want to go to call the, call the day off or arrange not to work that day. Because yeah. you're always invited. You're always yeah. invited. We're going, we're going to the Illinois State Fair to see... Um, uh, like it's a like return of the '90s hip hop. Uh-huh. Like it's ridiculous. Oh, I would love. It's right up my alley. Did you uh, see who's there? Uh, not everybody. No. It's like Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. It's Tone Loke. It's All for One. It's uh, uh, Rob Bass. I think mm-hmm. is going to be. What night is this? Young MC. It's Wednesday night. So this I, Wednesday yeah, coming up. This, this Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. If you want to figure it out, man, do it. Um, <laughs> what yeah, time are you guys going? Uh, Naughty by Nature. What time are you guys going? I don't know. I mean, you don't know what is there tickets still available? I'm sure there are. Go online, check it out. The, the tickets were like stupid cheap, and if it's not full, then we could all just sit together somewhere. We don't have to sit in our assigned seats, or I think we're going to get dinner before and then go down there and watch. Like a, I said, it wouldn't it be great if on the stage it was like a slow conveyor belt because you know everyone's just going to do like two songs. That's all you want, right? What do you want? What do you want to hear at Naughty by Nature do? Oh, fucking hip hop hooray! And. Fucking OPP. Uh, OPP. And then maybe, maybe, if there's time, feel me flow. Right. All right, but that's feel it. Feel me flow. Hallelujah. I will give you $10,000 right now if you can name another song by them. You know? And, and that's exactly the point. Like, right. we, all these guys had one to three hits. And what do you want to see Nilla Rice do? The second song? We gotta do the ninja rap, right? From, <laughs> from gotta, he, he's gotta do. Stop that train! I yeah. want to get off. Yeah. You remember that one? Kinda, yeah. I will play it for you okay. on the next show. All right. Stop that! Okay, I'll play it for you. Show. Play that funky music, white boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then he had a so he had a period in the late ooh, '90s. What right, it's where he was like, like having a rony. Yes. And a rony can only be a boner, I assume. I guess, or a girl, or an orgasm, maybe. I think Is it's just a- having a lady. Um, but then he went. There was a period in the late '90s where he was like kind of reinventing himself as this like kind of. Rasta Hardcore, yeah. And he had a song called like Prozac. Yeah, and then he he re-released like Ice Ice Baby, but the song went, Ice Ice Baby! That's exactly The metal version of Ice Ice Baby. So hopefully... Wednesday night, seriously. You know... I I can honestly see maybe two of those artists not even showing up. I have $40 just lying around that I I, I just got back from investing in Dogecoin. Obviously you're invited. Figure it I out am if off you Wednesday. Want to. Make it happen because we're carpooling down there. Okay, I'm off Wednesday. Well, then what the fuck are we? talking I didn't about? realize that. It's this Wednesday. In the text chain after we're done recording, uh, let's let's get the gears moving on this. Uh, okay, come with us. It'll I, be I will fun. try. I will. Okay. I'm definitely going to run it by. It, it's it's going to be ridiculous because I don't have to be at work till ten o'clock next. We're going to drink day. some beers. We're going to. I don't drink, so it doesn't fucking matter. You don't drink. No, I mean I don't get drunk. Drink to get drunk. No. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I may smoke. I may smoke a little weed. Yeah, you and Dustin can figure that out. That and, is and right. Kevin and uh... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I might go. Please do. I would love to have you wrap up the show. Let's let's. All right. It. Let me uh, play the, the ending music. Uh, yeah. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on. Instagram, check us out on Spotify, check us out everywhere podcasts are released check out the Sixer podcast check out Couch Pilots check out the uh, Ernest P. World Preservation Society and remember you can't be a star if you do not shine peace